to the Metapod Podcast, the book about podcast that revolves around the evolving meta that talks not only about events, you know, competitions in the Pokemon trading card game, because last week I think we covered three different uh, championships, yes. three regionals, different regionals. Uh, yeah, big time events that happened in the Pokemon trading card game. But this week, I am astounded. We've kind of been retweeting a lot of the stuff that's been happening over on our Twitter at MetapodTCG, but there's so much stuff to talk about this week. Collectors, players, all of it just for you. But Sean, before we get into the meat and potatoes or the the cards and sleeves, I guess you could say, of yeah. the, uh, the podcast, how are you doing? Uh, I'm doing I'm doing all right. I'm feeling better than last week. I don't Good. know. I, you know, I wonder if all of our listeners have had a similar situation where some bug is just going around all over, at least where I am. So it's it's been it's just like the start of winter. Yeah. You know, like we had we had a pretty decent summer and like fall wasn't that bad either. And then at least around here in like central Kentucky, like it just started getting really cold some weekends and yep and stuff. And there's body just said, nope, don't want to deal with that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so <clears throat> if I cough randomly, it's still like the tail end of whatever yeah, it was. Yeah, that's I what had. I had too. Like I would, I, don't know I what would it was. feel great, but I would still like cough sometimes because like part of my job in mm, sports is talking. like PA announcing. Yeah, it's yeah. talking, like screaming into a microphone, three point, like yeah. that kind of thing. And so I'd be like three, and then I'd be like, <laughs> and I'd, I didn't Have do to, it like, in the mic, mute the mic like, real quick. Like, <laughs> boy, yeah, just like toss it up in yeah. the air. Yeah, yeah. It was crazy. But whether you like sports or Pokemon, I don't know how I was going to transition that. Anyways, we got a lot to talk about mm -hmm. in this podcast today, starting off with our lovely reviews that people leave. This time it's coming around on YouTube. People are leaving excellent comments on the YouTube channel where we record and, um, Post our video versions of the podcast if you'd like to see Sean or Jake in real life. That'd yep. be uh, kind of cool. Head over to Metapod YouTube channel in the description and show notes. But Sean, it's it's your turn. Yeah. To read the uh, to read the comment today. I will read a review. This one is on YouTube, as Jake said. It's from I think I'll pronounce this correctly. Bureau de Champ. I believe that's how you might pronounce it. So, yeah. We know here on the podcast that you're notoriously better than uh -huh. I am at pronouncing, <laughs> at pronouncing names. Um, the, uh, the, the comment reads, Thanks, Sean and Jake, for the Metapod. Spotify showed me my year in review, and you are my top number one podcast of the year. I had the chance to listen to your stories for more than 2,500 minutes. That is insane. 20? Five, quick math, how many hours is that? 2,500 minutes would be like 60 hours. Oh my God, you're a genius, Sean. How did you do that? I don't know where I would... I, let me tell you, that kind of mental math for me, I would have short-circuited. <laughs> well, I but, mean, it's just 60 times 40, Jake. Or no, 40, it would be 40, 40 hours. It would be 40 what? hours. I flipped it. I flipped <laughs> it. It's 40 hours. See, you could have sold it oh, and I would have never so known. Close. I would have never known. But thank no. you so much for listening to us on the Spotify platform and everybody else that listens on any of their other platforms. If you did get a Spotify wrapped up, I know that happened a couple weeks ago 
they yeah. started releasing those. But if you got a Spotify wrapped up, I know a couple of people were tagging us on Twitter and stuff about how we were in their rap. Let us know. Love seeing that stuff, especially what all you listen to as well. Even if we're not number one, you know, for number four, number five, whatever, we still love that you listen to us, no matter how much it is. But Sean, you're going to love, I know you're going to love all of these topics today. Well, I yeah. guess maybe most of them. Um, but anyways, let's talk about this first one, Sean. There's some new boxes incoming for all the collectors out there. Um, so my internet is very slow, but I know that there's new premium tournament collections in EX boxes coming in March. Sean, could you uh, tell us a little bit more about that? Because my internet's not really loading this. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a, there's a couple of, you know, premium collection boxes the first one is going to be a verizian v box um coming on march 3rd and the other one is i believe hold on march is the first regular product gen 9 era hold on it'll come with a okay so the images they're showing me sorry i'm like i'm reading this too okay the images they're showing are not the product we're getting the images they're showing are references so what they're yes. saying we're gonna get uh, what we're going to get is EX boxes. We don't, I believe, uh, the only promo, Pokemon EX promo revealed in Japan is Cyclozar EX. Um, mm. So I don't know if we, we don't really know what the boxes are, will contain, these two, the two EX boxes. So like, I, I think it could literally be anything. We don't know anything about the new set. Like we don't ha have nearly an idea of like which uh, cards are being withheld from the main, you know, Scarlet and Violet set. I will say, however, the fact that these are coming out on March 3rd, I believe, in the West, would make mm -hmm. them the first EX cards that appear Yeah, it's before like the, the set uh, releases. Do you remember what the first, like, VMAX was that came out? The first VMAX, I want to say, was it... It wasn't Meowth. It might have been... Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure it was the Meowth VMAX that came okay. out first before yeah. like all the other vmaxes it came out in that box because okay. i remember people were scrambling for that meowth vmax box and playing decks with meowth vmax which was a bad card yeah yeah so who knows what these will be like if there's two boxes there's a small part of me that thinks it might be the maridon and like the the other dude yeah the the site the cyclozar oh, oh that's the name of it okay yeah, i believe that's okay. the other one i have not played the games but you Point know being, what? the I two motorcycle pokemon <laughs> the, the motorcycle pokemon um yeah those they could be them you could it have make sense because yeah. i mean the sets are gonna be you know those two you know they're the they're yep. the box legendaries you know the dual sets in japan they're i mean we have two boxes so it makes sense for them to mirror right so yeah i mean the urshifus did it right there was the True. the urshifu rapid strike box there was the urshifu single strike box so it just kind of makes sense yeah. you know so, I mean, we'll see. We'll see what it actually comes out with. But outside of that, Jake, there mm -hmm. is another product that is releasing on March 24th. Jake, what is that product? 
it is a premium tournament collection so if you remember the marty milk cartons you remember the juniper milk cartons we are getting another milk carton product the same vein as the marty and juniper boxes it's going to retail at 40 dollars. and if you do not know what's in this or maybe you need a refresher because it's been a while since you've seen one of these and opened it up it contains a full art promo card which is the main reason that i buy these and it's pretty much the only reason why I get them it comes with the full art promo card three hollow trainer cards um i don't want to say it's like because they they were different the hollow trainers were different with the marnie and the juniper mm -hmm. the marnie was the picture of her you know that's on the box of her like smiling on the bed yeah with more peco but the juniper box was not the picture yeah. that showed it was the it was just a hollow a hollow version of like a regular this is just a different hollow pattern of like a regular juniper um card so i don't know what this next one is going to be in terms of what the hollow trainer looks like if they go back to that alternate art alternate art style or if they'll go to just an alternate hollow pattern my guess if you if i had to put money on it would probably be the latter um because pokemon's lazy anyways uh it comes also with seven booster packs it comes with a deck box which in my opinion is not a great deck box it's like a deck box that holds a 60 card deck that's not sleeved <laughs> if you have a sleeve deck you can't hold it in but that's neither here nor there 65 card sleeves the same kind of uh the same kind of style and material that are in the the etbs mm -hmm. As of late, a large metallic coin, and when I say large metallic coin, I'm talking about like gigantic. Oh, they were metallic huge. Coin. The other like, ones? yeah, not the not oh, like wild. the quarter size, you know, like these <laughs> gigantic ones, like in the Eternatus box. I think Eternatus got a really they got big a really one. big plastic one, but yeah, yeah. Which I don't know if people actually have been using no. at regionals. Let us know if they have. <laughs> um, but it also comes with two condition markers six damage counter dice and a code card again it's the same configuration as the previous two we don't actually know um what the full art supporter is but there's a lot of speculation on the boss's orders promo because you know the the method of this so they started out with marnie they started out with juniper and now they've got this next one well if you think about it, in the past you know when pokemon was giving away those online promos during regional events you know like the 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 online challenges like when mm -hmm. they've streamed and given away promos they've given away marnie they gave away a juniper what was the next card they gave out sean i don't know was it, it was a boss's orders. Uh, okay. I'm pretty sure it was the boss's orders. So this but would kind of fit this that art. method. It wasn't this what? art. It wasn't no, this no, no, no. It wasn't. Art. It wasn't that art. This. Uh, what people are speculating is the uh, a leftover trainer card from the Sword and Shield era. Boss's orders. Cyrus hasn't come out. Mm -hmm. In that terms, has been unreleased in the U.S., but we know it exists because it was in Japan. So, boss's orders is the speculation card for that, and it kind of makes sense as the pattern is going through. Um, because Juniper, you know, that was a a different boss's, or I'm sorry, a different uh, professor's research because we had Magnolia at first, then we had Juniper. So, it would make sense. I think we speculated this too when they first announced like this boss, but it hadn't come. We were like, ah, oh, maybe it'll come in one of these like the milk carton set. 
I don't know, but it's, you're probably right, honestly, because we're right about a lot of things in this podcast, right? <laughs> That's one, why you should listen to us. I will say, we'll get to some news later, but like the timing for the release of the full art version of this would be a little odd because mm-hmm. I do believe that Boss's Orders is still a deregulation mark card. Well, it could depend on promos. Like, promos could have different they, regulation marks. Like, could, in the but... on Pokey Beach, like, this has an F regulation. Oh, mark. does it? Oh, okay. Yeah, I think in Japan it was an F regulation mark. Got it. So, if it is, if there is a card with that regulation mark, then never mind. Yeah, because I don't, I don't our know. Our set in the Japanese will be. That insane. gives you a little bit of hint of yeah. what we'll talk about later. But we've got, we've got we've some got so more much things. More. Jake. We have, gosh, we have so much more to I talk about. This is the next one is the biggest news. That is quite, in my opinion, yes. it is the biggest news because it is something that I have absolutely loved. Yep. For, for a long time. I, I'm going to let you take this one because I think you have been a proponent of this next piece of news for since the podcast started. What is finally happening? So with the Scarlet and Violet English set releasing in March, or I'm sorry, revealed for March, March 31st is going to be its release date. It is going to change up collecting Pokemon trading cards. And there's multiple ways that it's going to do this. But the biggest way, you may have seen this on Twitter. You may have seen us tweet about it. I got so excited for this. For the first time ever, English cards will use the same silver borders used in Japan. According to TPCI, this changes both frames Pokemon TCG artwork in its originally intended border and further unifies the game on a global level. So, Sean, we're getting rid of the ugly yellow border. Why couldn't have they have waited for all the character rares? You know, the, 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 the character rares in the <laughs> in the reverse hollow sp- slot that could have had silver borders. But anyways, I digress. It's uh, yeah, this this is nutty, Jake. This is the fact that we are getting silver borders. And also look at those. Look at those energy. This is um, also something quite interesting. So there's a couple things. We'll talk about the energies real quick. In the energies, they also showed off the basic energies that are going to be in the Sword and Shield set coming out in March. There's an interesting note on here. It says basic grass energy specifically at the Mm -hmm. top. There is a specific note, just like, you know, if you had a trainer card or like an item, like any sort of trainer card, it says what the the card is. This has a little text bar that says basic grass energy at the top. Whereas before, you know, if you're looking at the Metapod, you know, this fire card, it doesn't have that type of thing. It just has energy and then it yep. shows the fire symbol. So a lot of people are curious on whether or not that people are going to be able to play like retro energies mm-hmm. in their decks because they don't have, you know, the specific wording of basic X energy inside of it. Because if the ruling, especially when like rotation comes around or something like that, or when we move into a block that is just Scarlet Violet on, right, when we completely move away from the Sword and Shield era, people are wondering if 
you know, they're going to make some sort of ruling or something like that, that you have to have specifically labeled basic energies inside your deck. And who knows, maybe they errata that, you know, you can use the old cards. Like me personally, when I play the game, I use like base set energies. Mm -hmm. Like I have some first edition base set energies that are, you know, not in pristine condition. They're a little bit beat up. They look like a 10 year old owned them, but they're still legal, right? Like, and yeah. I like using them because they're cool. And some people like using hollow energies. Um, what's the set that's got like um, the Pokemon on oh, kind of like, like the whole not whole and phantom, but like, oh, my gosh, I have it on the tip of my tongue and I yeah. can't remember it. And I'm so mad. They're very, very popular. They're very, very expensive. Longtime players and collectors will probably know um, and leave it in the comments of the uh, the YouTube, at least, or maybe tweet at us. But yeah i mean that's a that's an interesting thing that's coming in terms of the energies and then there's also a trainer's subcategory that's going to be moved to the top left of the card to be more visible in players hands right now in the like sword and shield era it's on the top right but now it's going to be labeled on the top left just above what the name of the card is so you see in the yeah. examples that pokey beach provided right professor's research professor sada she can step on me you know she's got supporter right above her professor's research <laughs> name so i think that the uh, the trainer one i think that change actually makes a ton of sense because if you talk to card designers right like people who design cards for card games they mm -hmm. always bisect the um the card diagonally right with like the top left half of the card being one side and the bottom right being another the purpose of that is when you hold a card set in your hands, typically for right-handed players, I would say, but generally, um, you fan them out in such a way that the top left corner is always visible. So yeah. previously, when it said trainer, it's like, yeah, you can see that it's a trainer, but you can't tell at a glance, if you, especially if you're like a newer player, that it's a supporter or an item or a tool or whatever the card type might be more specifically. So I think this change is like, I think overdue. I think this is like, mm -hmm. you know, it, it, I think it's a change for um, ease of play, readability, you know, user experience. I personally think that the energy one is also an aesthetic change for user experience because there's mm -hmm. a ton of cards that will say, search your deck for an energy or search your deck for a basic energy or attach a basic energy from the top of your deck or whatever. And I know a lot of players, like like you showed the old energy cards, it doesn't even say basic energy on the card anywhere. It just says no, energy. It's, yeah, it's just energy. Right. And all of the other energies, they might say special energy, but like they're still all energy. But at least now, if you have a line of text somewhere on another card, that specifically says basic energy, there is no debate. This is what they mean by basic energy. Mm -hmm. But I think that that means that old cards will still be fine because the only players that would have those old cards are players who you would assume have been playing and know the difference between the energy types. So I think this is just a learning mechanic change. It's very interesting too. And I actually never thought about, it. you know, I have like a bulk set of 60 cards that I keep at my desk mm -hmm. and shuffle sometimes during the podcast to get my brain going. And I didn't think about like how you like flush through your, your cards when you're like doing a deck search or whatever. And mm -hmm. how like, yeah, you know, you're right. As I'm fanning through this deck, you know, I do see, you know, the top left corner and how this new change would 
kind of help out with that, especially if I was a if I was a newer player or something like that. Yeah, that is why I didn't think about that. And that's also why I mean, this is getting into like card design stuff right yeah. now. I've watched some I've watched some really good videos about this, but that's why the Pokemon card design of having the uh, basic Pokemon or evolves from on the top left makes sense because it's like, oh, I'm fanning through. I can tell that it's a Pokemon. Oh, I can tell that it evolves from immediately without having to pull the whole card out and read some other corner. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, yeah, interesting. Imagine if it was in the uh, bottom right corner. It'd be awful. That I mean, would be terrible. Anybody, anybody who's fanning their deck right now would be like, Jake, why would you speak that into existence? Like, I mean, <laughs> hey, how dare you? But that's why they put retreat costs in the bottom right, because the only time that retreat cost matters is when, is when it's on is the when field. It's on the, exactly. Except when you're using Featherball. Okay, you know, in, in that, you, in that know. you can grab like a Pokemon with three <laughs> or something like that. Anyways, nobody uses that card, but we're going to talk a little bit more about the cards because of the, uh, some of the cards in Scarlet and Violet are changing as well, including the sets. The sets are changing outside of symbols and being replaced by set codes just like in Japan. So there's a lot of changes right now that are transforming to be uniform with Japanese cards, not including the back of the Pokeball that opens wrong in US, oh uh, in US cards. But anyways, <laughs> we'll get there, baby steps. But so if you do not know, if you look at a lot of your cards that you own today in the Pokemon trading card game, to identify what set it's from, you look at the bottom left-hand corner and you see this symbol, right? So, but for like newer players and even, you know, um, even like older players like Azul, um, for example, I was watching his stream the other day and he was, you know, looking for a specific card because after the regional, you know, there's new decks and, you know, cards that people had never heard of, like the Articuno, you know, and stuff that came out. And he, um, you know, didn't have the card and he's seeing it on PTCGO. He can see the set symbol, but he doesn't know exactly what set it is. And he's like asking chat. He's like, hey, chat, what set is this? Yeah. Um, and that happens to everybody. So moving into this code kind of helps out a little bit in terms of helping identify what sets um, yeah. these are from. And I, I like this better. I mean, I think the symbols are cool. Um, but I think this overall just helps uh, collectors, especially, I feel like, I you know, identify what, you know, set a card is from. I would also say, though, for players, I don't know, Jay, you probably remember, like, when you went to, like, cups and, like, you know, other events where you had to write out your deck list. Oh, uh, yeah. You would have to write out deck for, for those players who maybe don't know. When you had to write out deck lists, you'd have to write out the deck list and put the cards and put the set name. But you yes. couldn't put you didn't put the whole name. You put the three letter code. So like, so not only did you not have to know what the set was that the symbol was, yeah. you needed to know the three letter code that went with the set yep. that so you like, knew from the set symbol. So like, if that makes sense, unbroken bonds was U N B because I mean, yes. unbroken, but like there was lots of them that what that weren't that obvious, um, like sword and shield was S W S H and then whatever. So the fact that like, it's just very simple here. You just can like put down G S V one E N or whatever. And I don't even know if you put like the the G the rotation symbol. You may you not just need put it. S V. You just put S V one. Yeah, you can put S V one. The tournament, the tournament is like it's from D on, right? D to H or whatever. Yep. And or D to G. And then, you know, any card that has that, you just put, like, SV, SV1. Yep. So 
It'll be really, I think, interesting. Like, it, it should make it a lot easier when you write out deck lists, too, or even type them into something like RK9. So, mm -hmm. uh, any well, other? One thing, yeah, I mean, there's a couple, there's a couple little bit more things in here. Um, people might not like this, but according to TPCI, due to global inflation impacting the cost of materials and production, Pokemon TCG products will be varying or will see varying MSRP increases in select markets with the launch of Scarlet and Violet series. For example, the price of a booster pack will increase from $399 to $449 USD. So, that I mean... In my opinion, I I feel like this is inevitable, you know, with yeah. the the skyrocketing prices of everything as of late. But, you know, I think it's notable <laughs> for people to know of this. But there are a couple other things that are coming in these packs and things like that. With the increase of the price, you know, jumping up in USD at least a dollar fifty. It quote in an effort to continue providing a positive Pokemon TCG experience and value. Each pack of Pokemon cards will now feature three guaranteed foil cards per booster. All cards with a rarity of rare or higher will now be foil. So, Sean, you're literally, instead of getting, you know, a reverse hollow, which could be a rare, could be an uncommon, could be a character rare or whatever, you're going to get three cards that are rares. So not just one, right, and maybe like one and a half, you know, but you're going to get three, which, I mean, it, it might be like, it might, you know, always be like reverse hollow rare, you know, character rare, regular rare or something like, like it'll, it'll vary because it's a booster pack. But with the, I really like that with the transition, you know, with the increase of price per booster pack, they're like, okay, we're going to give you a little bit more value. We're going to give you three foil cards per booster pack. I mean, it'll be interesting to see like the rarity of that. Cause you know, I think if it's two reverse hollows mm -hmm. and then just the regular rare or whatever the, you know, your pull from the pack is yeah. like, that's not horrible. Um, I could see them doing, if they did three hollows, I could see them doing a reverse uncommon hollow, a reverse common hollow, and then your rare. Okay. Like you actually like, you know, and it may be that like your uncommon slot can be upshifted to the actually no, because to the art rare or something like well, it. What's is yeah, what's yeah. that new rarity? Uh yeah, the art rare. Yeah, you could have that where it's like you you can mm -hmm. get upshifted of one of the rares, but it could be like that a common one is you know, one uncommon, one common, one uncommon, and then a rare, and all three of those are hollow, and then maybe you mix and match. I don't know, because I just, I can't see them giving you two rares in a box, two rares in a pack, because then it's not really that rare, and, like, that would imply that they're making the sets that much bigger, which I don't think they're going to do. Well, I think it's, um, I think it's Y Schwartz. So, like, uh, lately, mm -hmm. the last, you know, six months, I've been opening up more Y Schwartz. If you don't know what Y Schwartz is, it's a, it's a card game. Um, that has a bunch of like anime IPs. Uh -huh. um, so, you know, the, the animes that you think of off the top of your head, the most popular, they probably have a set in Y Schwartz. They give two rares per pack. Um, and then on top of that, sometimes they give like, you know, ultra super rares or whatever they're called. You know, kind of it kind of varies by set sometimes. But I don't know. So maybe they, I mean, maybe they do that route that you're they saying. Might. Maybe they... Maybe they go a little... We don't actually know yeah. what that's going to be. 
no no we do um, not. but we also we also know that certain products with the you know inflation in this increase per booster pack will come with additional items for example the elite trainer box will include an additional booster pack and a full art promo card so previously we only saw full art promo cards in the like you know the 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 holiday sets the mm. special sets in those etbs but now it's going to be a regular thing in sets which i actually really like i i mean yeah. i like that i'll be interested so i will say in terms of the price increase um an interesting thing to note like 50 cents a pack doesn't seem like a lot but then when you extrapolate that out for 36 packs in a box that's mm -hmm. basically 18 dollars more at msrp now obviously people are that are buying boxes are typically not paying msrp for reference msrp on a booster box of pokemon would typically be 145 dollars right i don't yeah. know like for any new set most people are not paying 145 however that does mean though that whatever the price you're currently paying say it's 90 or 100 or 110 i would expect that to still have a tack on effect of like maybe it's like ten dollars more right mm -hmm. like there is yeah. going to be some pass along costs from distributor to retailer to you so yeah i mean there's only so much that like a card shop can yes. go lower than what they you know get it from yeah. you know so i it, mean it'll be interesting to see like you know uh, everybody will be paying a little bit more and it's not it's not it's not insignificant 50 cents like it's more than a 10 percent increase it's mm -hmm. that's hefty but yeah more foils <laughs> yeah i mean who know and who knows i mean we've gotten a look at the uh scarlet and violet block and some of the the terrestrial cards including the arcanine Terrestrial mm -hmm. EX, um, ter terrestrialized. Um, it's got a fire terror type, which I mean, there are in the video game at least Pokemon that get different typings than usual, kind of like the Delta species, if you don't know, back mm -hmm. in the day, um, where like a Charizard could be a water, you know, type, mm -hmm. type of deal. So we'll see if any future cards have that kind of effect on there. I do believe the Arcanine has a terrastall effect that's basically bench barrier. For um, itself, but not for any other Pokemon. I don't, well, I don't know that for sure, but there's there's a little bit of speculation that the the terrastall is going to be the same for every terrastall Pokemon, and it's not going to be just specifically this Arcanine. So yeah. I don't know if we know that for sure, because we just haven't seen enough of them out there at this point when this podcast is recorded um but who knows i hope that they're not all the same because that would suck in my opinion <laughs> yeah i mean they point out that like look new new set blocks typically tend to be the most vanilla like new sets yes the first block, tend to be the most vanilla versions of everything to familiarize people to introduce a new mechanic and then it gets more and more wild like you know imagine taking a card from uh you know lost origin Imagine putting mew and mewtwo gx in the very first base set right you know yeah or imagine imagine taking back um you know mew v max to you know sword and shield base set and being like isn't this fun kids isn't this isn't this fusion pokemon cool like all of a no, sudden just no in on top of you know v maxes uh -huh. and things like that they're adding battle strike or yep. battle styles uh that would be that would be way too much for small tiny human brain yeah 
we we have we are still smooth brain until you know at least the first six months of a new set for all you smooth brainers out there you're gonna have to get used to something else coming up here soon because starting on january 20th in japan all new and existing pokemon tool cards will no longer be considered item cards they're going to be making a new subcategory of trainer cards specifically called tool cards um trainer cards now have four subcategory items uh items which are the color blue usually supporters which are orange stadiums which are green and then tools which are going to be purple yeah so this is kind of really big news because we don't have at least at this point you know prior to scarlet and violet releasing we don't have much i mean that has like tool specific retrieval we have a lot of item retrieval so like irida for example if you yeah. play down irida you cannot grab a choice belt off of irida because irida specifically says an item card which a tool card would be a subset i would assume that once this becomes legal in the united states and like legal in japan there's like some sort of errata that's going to happen yep we're just all, all new and existing will no longer yes. be considered items yeah so i mean your choice belts now your, your stuff like that they're going your air balloons they're gonna work you know your muse mysterious tail you can't retrieve a tool cart no off of it you can only get item cards so your pokestop yeah i mean it's, so it's curious i wonder if this means that a card like adventure bag will become more of like a staple in the trading card game like switch like ultra ball you know stuff like that if they're gonna make you know a tool card a specific subcategory right adventure bag was so good mm. in the sun and moon era because you know you could just grab your tools right and it specifically was a card to grab tools and maybe it's not adventure bag to say like grab two tools but maybe it's like a maybe an errata adventure bag or like a different card similar to it where it's like just grab one tool or something like that i don't know i feel like if you're gonna put tools in a subcategory you need to do something like that for the search in the sets whether it's the the base sets right of scarlet and violet or maybe a set after it or something like that you have to give you know some sort of support to that yeah i think i don't know it's it's an interesting one where i i wonder if they're doing this because they want people to find tools less often or because mm -hmm. they want people to find items less often because you know obviously they're separating it out um and you know there's all these cards like the mysterious tail mew um previously there was like jirachi well jirachi was trainers mm -hmm. but like yeah there's all these cards that allow you to find items specifically isn't uh anyways and they they say items and that would be obviously all of them mushed together um the question is whether or not pokemon feels that tool cards or item cards which one do we feel is more powerful because they can then balance to make it so that yeah in the future we actually want people searching for tools more than we want them searching for items because and that, like it's real like think about how absurd it is that you know palkia has irida and you know mu v max now can go grab any one card with earthen you know seal stone or whatever but like you had these ways to go grab two cross switchers the fact that you can grab two cross switchers is absurd honestly mm -hmm. um 
Also, the fact that you could like go grab a switch out of the deck so easily with all these like cards, it's like maybe they don't want that to be so easy because once you make finding a card like switch less trivial, then all of a sudden paralysis, uh, you know, being asleep, increasing retreat costs, all of that actually becomes more viable in the format. So I do wonder like, yeah, I think I think they're doing this because they want to experiment with making more and maybe less powerful versions of each, but also they want to experiment with making with like changing which are more accessible in the game and seeing if that changes things. It's interesting that you talk about power of like almost like nerfing yep. a specific like nerfing tool cards and I think about it like in this format at least right now, tool cards are very like Tool cards are used in every deck, you know, whether that's, yep. you know, the air balloons, whether that is the choice belts. Choice belts a big deal yep. right now um, in the and format. And it's getting a so, reprint. Yeah. So I don't maybe you're right on just trying. Maybe tool cards are really powerful. And and maybe, you know, my stance on or my what I said about like you know, printing support for it. Maybe they don't need support because the the fact that it's an item card previous to this, you know, makes it like over the top strong. That's a very interesting point, actually. I don't know. I mean, honestly, who knows? But like, it's one of those weird categories where like, I would love to pick one of the designer's brains. Just be like, yeah. the fact that you wanted to make it a subcategory says that you want it to be searched differently. Like that the current method of searching is either too difficult or too easy. I don't know which one. I would I guess of, too easy. I mean, I kind of like that it is differently, right? Because yeah. item cards. So, I mean, once you branch that off, right? I mean, like stadium cards are different than item cards yeah. inherently. I mean, they're both trainers because like a stadium card goes on the field and it kind of stays on the field. Like item cards don't go on the field. So like in a gameplay sense, it kind of makes sense because tool cards also just stay on the field, yeah. you know? So, I mean, in, in that sense, you know, as you're making my brain cells, sure, my one, two brain cells, you know, start getting <laughs> uh, uh, bumps or whatever, ridges or yeah. what's the joke or something? You, you anyway, know, yeah, you're getting smarter. Yeah, I'm mean, getting smarter, getting those gears turning. Finally, it only took 26 years. You know, <laughs> it's it's very interesting to see how they're doing this. I think that analogy you made is actually perfect because I can imagine them sitting down going, okay, what do we want to be the hardest cards to find and what do we want to be the easiest? Obviously, Pokemon and energy should be the e easiest things to find. And actually, if you think about it, the hardest cards to find in the TCG currently are actually stadiums. Like, Yeah, I feel like it is stadiums. There's like not really a lot of direct stadium search that exists in the current standard format. So that's your spectrum. And the question would be, where do tools fall in that? And I think they, mm -hmm. to your point, because they are a persistent effect, that a tool should probably be around as difficult to find as a supporter or a, um, yeah, it should be tools and supporters right below that, but like somewhere above items maybe, you know? Yeah. I, I, I Yeah. I, I agree. I mean, they don't need to be as hard as supporters because a supporter has the limitation of, you once know, playing turn. once per turn. Um, but yeah, I agree that maybe they should be the same sort of quote unquote difficulty as something like a stadium because they're, 
they're there they can impact for multiple turns right they can affect you know whether or not you can take a knockout this turn or complete your combo in the turn so yeah very interesting points that i did not expect to come up in conversation <laughs> on this podcast today we go deep here jake yeah we we are the real ones and we're going to talk deep because now we're going to go into april sean yep not only did you know they announced the tool rata which we mentioned earlier but the standard format is going to be officially rotating all d labeled cards from the standard format on april 14th 2023 so sean with the new scarlet violet set releasing on march 31st that means that once rotation happens we won't have the d block in you know this this new set combined with scarlet and violet which is awesome because i was afraid that we were going to have a little bit of both and and to be honest i i (laughs) I mean tiring i i will say technically standard format rotates on april 14th technically scarlet and violet gets released on march 31st technically locals can do whatever they want so like if you want to get buck wild wild day yeah you know like you know (laughs) and there's and there's that time i mean i know when new sets would come out back when i was playing a lot more locals in like indianapolis um where like a new set would just come out and like the two days later we'd be playing locals like local five dollar buy-in tournament you know with the new cars just to test out the new decks yeah um and things like that so i mean you're right you know uh you can do whatever you want but for official play pokemon like regionals and things like that any major play pokemon championships that are going on they will not have the d block so again if you don't know exactly what that means and what we're talking about if you look at your sword and shield cards this started in sword and shield um, they've got a little number next to the set symbol on, or I'm sorry, not a number, a letter. a letter, a capitalized letter next to the set symbol. And probably if you look at like Sword and Shield base set and stuff, they have D, right? D regulation. And so all those cards will move to the expanded format on April 14th when the, uh, when standard does the rotation. So um standard format rotation on pokemon tcg live though for all the people still playing tcg live that rotation will go into effect on march 30th 2023 so you actually will not play at all with the scarlet violet cards i think or Uh, no you have like one you'll have like one or two days because you can always open it up like a day early or something like that, right? Um, not typically. Like the pre-release kits. I thought uh, you could always open it on like Thursday. My guess is that given like it's like gonna bring in whole new mechanics, my guess is that they'll mm. go through a an update on the thirtieth. They will rotate everything out because currently you can't play expanded on PTCG Live, right? There is no expanded. Uh, I is there. I think there's like an expanded beta, oh, okay. but it doesn't wow. have all the expanded cards in it. Like you okay. don't have, you know, yeah, anything yeah, prior to like sun and moon. Well, I think is what it is. I don't know. I don't play live because it's garbage. So, I mean, yeah, 
my, my gut tells me that they'll just bring the cards in when they rotate everything out. There won't really be much of an overlap. And then, mm -hmm. you know, uh, the one thing that I will say, Andrew Mahone, I saw a tweet that he re replied to. I can't remember the original, but they did say that it will only be coming to TCG, PTCG live on March 30th, suggesting that the rotation will not come to PTCG O. Really? Yes. So I'm gonna find this tweet. Yeah. So I will find it. This is this is me calling an audible on the pod. Yeah, I have not. I mean, I am addicted to Twitter, um, but did I did he... not know this. Uh, interesting. Did he remove the tweet? I don't okay. know. No, 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 no. It was it was uh, from six hours ago. It was a quote tweet. Yes. From uh, Trust Your Pilot, which we're actually going to show one of here. Trust Your Pilot's tweets later. So, here. yes. So Trust Your Pilot, who I mean, kudos to whoever this is, because they play TCG Live all the time. And they're pretty much the news of Pokemon TCG Live. I don't know how they're still saying they should get a raise, but <laughs> They saw I don't I don't know if this is a blog post or whatever, but an official piece of Pokemon news from a uh, FAQ video standard format rotation takes place on March 30th, 2023, one day before Sky Scarlet and Violet base sets. The bigger news is rotation appears to only be coming to Pokemon TCG live, meaning it could also be leaving beta that day. And that's when PTCGO is shutting down and in the. Uh, actual quoted part of what TPCI says. I mean, for digital play on Pokemon TCG Live, the standard format rotation will go into effect on March 30th, 2023. This will give players an official platform to test out the new standard format before participating in any in-person events. And they specifically <laughs> say for digital play on Pokemon TCG Live. So it's, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, that's a really interesting wording that makes me really, really afraid because if <laughs> people get kicked out of Pokemon TCGO, that's crazy. It's I been mean, one year since Pokemon TCG Live got, um, what is it announced or got came out of beta one or year? Whatever. Yeah, I mean, so I think just announced it's, um, I don't know if they would actually shut PTCGO down, but I don't know. it's the it's the kind of thing where it's like they will they can stop updating it, right? Like you yeah, can I be mean like, if they stop updating it, that essentially shuts it down, yes. right? I mean that's it allows just an inherent shutdown. But like what they would probably do is they would allow people to like continue logging in. You could play games on the format as it is, but it will no longer receive support. And here's a quick and easy way to transfer your account. And they would probably leave that live for like. 90 days or a year or something do you think that they'll allow us to be able to use scarlet and violet codes in PTCGO? like i don't I, no. yeah i don't think they would no i just i think literally the last set of i don't this is i, I mean, mean who knows scary it is a little scary but like I, it's not like if you're the pokemon company right like why would you have two online clients long term you just wouldn't you wouldn't and like you can argue I mean, whether I or not totally one get that i totally get that but if you go to the last thing that i linked in our yep. in our notes 
they don't even do the one thing that they want to keep right. I mean, look, okay, again, trust your pilot. This is what I was noting to earlier. Put out a PSA to Pokemon TCG Live players. Do not play Mew VMAX. If you do not know, as of late, there's been a bug that has been going around <laughs> in Pokemon TCG Live where the timer just goes on forever. <laughs> there's an infinite timer that started happening in the most recent updates. And basically, it becomes a stalemate on who is going to concede first, right? Whose battery is going to die first? <laughs> Whose mom is going to say, dinner's ready, or Jimmy, clean your room? right and it turns out that this bug that this game breaking state is caused simply by playing mu vmax <laughs> well, and let me tell you mu vmax a card that is not brand new been around for a while is and has been one of the best decks in format mm. right so how do you go through testing? <laughs> I don't know if that, like, I don't, I want to know what this like beta testing team or like this development team, like I want to, I want to sit, I want to be a fly on the wall in these meetings. Cause how do you let this go out? Like you have a, they're literally, they put out a product of a Mu VMAX deck that you can put in a code and have a Mu VMAX deck ready to play on PTCGO. Like, how do you allow this to go out? I, I don't get it. <laughs> And I think this is why everybody is terrified that Pokemon TCG Live may be the only option you have to play the game online come March. Yeah, like if you like how many. OK, let me do some quick research on Twitch right now. How many people are watching the Pokemon trading card game live? Let's see how many viewers there are. There is one viewer, one single viewer on twitch.tv one of the largest live streaming platforms pokemon trading card game the regular online is 101 viewers it's a right? slow day it's a slow well, day well i mean it is nighttime and like azul or andrew are not streaming you know those people get like 500 to a thousand viewers yeah but like there's also the difference, 442,000 followers on the Pokemon Trading Card Game online on Twitch, Pokemon Trading Card Game Live, 4,000, just barely above 4,000, a mere fraction I mean, of the two. It's, I can't believe that this, I can't believe that this continues. I Like, how do you really, I don't. Oh my god, I'm just I I'm so mad thinking about this. <laughs> I'm sorry, I feel like I ruined your day. I'm not a game developer. I know nothing about it. I know nothing about programming, right? I barely know how to work my own computer. Right. Uh -huh. But like I oversee projects. I oversee a department. Right. If I so like, let's say we're making a, a YouTube video, right? Or like an Instagram video. Yep. If I notice that like halfway through, there's a five second gap in the video that there's a blue screen. Right. Yeah. I'm not posting that video until I fix on why the heck there's a, a blue screen when there should be somebody doing a slam dunk. Right. In basketball. <laughs> and it's like. This this either gives me two things. One, they're not like 
Like, whoever is testing this and whoever is supposed to be testing these before they come out, either one, they're just not checking it, right? They're just releasing it to the world. They, they program it and they're like, okay, here you go. Like, let's see what happens, right? It is a beta. You know, let's just see what happens. Everybody can find out for us. Yeah. <laughs> it's either that or they, like, willingly know and just put it out anyways. And both... Both scenarios are equally mind-boggling to me. Like, I, again, I might just not know something about game development, but, like, it is so hard. This bug is Mu VMAX. You play Mu VMAX, and you, it, it results in an infinite timer. Like, what? Yeah, it is a bit... What? Who, who knows exactly what's going on in the back end there that's causing it but it is it is very silly it's very silly jake um it just i i could go on for hours just (sighs) screaming and yelling my head off but that wouldn't really get us anywhere (laughs) uh but yeah as we were saying at the top of this episode a lot of really huge changes we have a we have silver bordered cards coming and you know what jake i want to know man that was awesome Imagine, Jake, we've talked about this before. We've talked about how we would love to be able to play the silver border Japanese foil energy, remember? And we were like, well, yeah. technically that's not legal. I wonder if now they will care. E- but either way, they will print foil energy in the future. It probably, just to answer your question, it probably wouldn't because the backs are different. That's so true. I have to just right. pull the card out. And even though like the card is sleeved and stuff, and also Japanese cards have a different like... yeah. It's yeah. like a different weight. Like they they feel different in sleeves, in my opinion. But like they will have foil energy at some point with those silver borders, Jake. Yes. Yes. So like, and it's just we got that. We got a whole new category of cards, tool cards. Officially, there was a lot sub-category. of great news that yeah. came this week. There was a lot of cool news and a lot of changes that I, I mean, three three rares in a pack, like three hollows guaranteed in every single pack. Yeah. I still think that's really really cool for the average like collector you know yep. like i mean the kid that but the parents buy pokemon cards for christmas you know christmas coming up well these cards won't be out by christmas but you get the idea i um, will say for all the kids playing today now you'll have something to tell the kids in 20 years you'll be able to be like back yeah. in my day pokemon cards were yellow border <laughs> pokemon cards had these ugly yellow borders That's well right. you may like the yellow borders and you may be sad to see them go and i respect you for that because I, I just don't like the yellow. I will say it's iconic, but outdated. I agree. It, it is outdated. It's time for a change, and it's time for us to wrap up this week's Metapod podcast. The podcast that revolves around the evolving meta as the Pokemon card game continues to change. We'll see you next time, and uh, keep keep playing.